This is The Pet Show with America's favorite pet expert, Warren Eckstein. Warren's the author of How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want, How to Get Your Cat to Do What You Want, and he's here to answer all your pet and animal questions. Now, say hello to Warren Eckstein. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Pet Show. And let me take this opportunity to wish all of you a very, very happy new year. And let's start out The Pet Show like this. Is your chihuahua acting contrary? Are you being harassed by your Himalayan kitten? Does your dachshund seem a bit depressed? Well, if you love animals, care about wildlife and the environment, and want to learn how to understand your dogs and cats almost as well as they understand you, if you're confused about your dog or cat's behavior, or just want to improve their lifestyle, you know what to do. Stay tuned, because once again, right here, right now, it is time for the Pet Show, America and Canada's first, first and only real pet psychology, training, pet behavior, and pet lifestyle show. So hop up on my couch, bring those furry little buddies with you folks, because it is that time once again, to let the animal analyzing begin. Hello, everybody. I'm Warren Eckstein. You're listening to The Pet Show. If you want to join me on the Evergreen Pet Show family, if you have a question about your pet's behavior, uh, your dog is jumping or humping, your cat's not using a litter box, hates the brand new cat that came into the house, uh, you got a, a, adopted a new cat or, or, or kitten or puppy for the holidays and, and the old pet isn't getting along with them, you got a new boyfriend, a new girlfriend, your dog doesn't like them, dog's not housebroken, you get the idea. That's what this show is all about. If you have a question about your dog or cat's behavior and want to find out how to resolve it in a very positive, upbeat way, you've come to the right place. And let me just remind everyone, if you're a new listener to The Pet Show or a regular listener, it makes no difference. Everyone, everyone that calls into the show today and does get to talk to me live on the air will be getting a fabulous gift for their dog or cat. If you're new to the show, many of the items I give away, thanks to my amazing sponsors, are worth $25, $35, $45, and even more. So if you give me a call and you get through and talk to me live on the air, a great gift will be on its way for your best friend. The phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255. 877-725-8255, that is the way to get through, plenty of time for your calls, lots of great stuff to give away as well. Let me tell you what I have planned for today's show. What was the hardest thing to teach your pet? On today's show, I'll go over a list compiled of the top 20 hardest things to train your dog to do. And this is according to you guys, pet guardians, the hardest things you've come across when trying to train your dog. Also coming up on today's show, a very, very serious topic. Pets, just like people, can have a serious reaction to being stung by a bee. In some cases, it could actually threaten your pet's life. Coming up on the show today, what you need to know if your pet is stung by a bee. Very important info coming up a little bit later. Also, we're going to take a look at my mental enrichment for your pets. You know, balancing the physical and mental health of your dogs and cats can be difficult, but it is so, so very important. Your pet and balance coming up. And also, why are pet guardians being blamed for heavy traffic and carbon emissions? What is that all about? I'll have the answer. Phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255. Plenty of time for all your questions and comments. As I said, lots of great stuff to give away. So, if 
your pet is chewing, jumping, confused about the litter box, maybe your dog isn't housebroken, you're suffering, your pet's suffering with separation anxiety, your dachshund's depressed, your dog is chasing anything that moves, cat scratched your favorite chair, or your dog literally believes that anything he sees he must hump, give me a call. Again, that phone number, 877-725-8255. And the question of the day is, did you make any New Year's resolutions for your pets? Did you make any New Year's resolutions for your pets? Now, let me go over something real quickly right at the beginning of the show, and I'll talk about it later. You know by now, I've been talking to you guys for over 40 years, so you know by now that the chances of me getting to all the topics I want to talk about are pretty slim. But you also notice that at the same time, even if I do get to those topics, very often I can't give all the information I want to give because of time. So starting today, in fact, you can go there right after the show. My new YouTube channel, well, it's not a new channel, but I, I've made a lot of changes on it. If you go to my YouTube channel, it doesn't cost you anything, you subscribe, any of the topics that I don't get to on the show are given in a lot more detail, a lot more detail, because I have a lot more time on YouTube. So check out my YouTube channel, subscribe if you can, it costs you nothing, and right after the show, every Saturday, you can go directly there for maybe things that I, I didn't get to talk about. And it's youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein. YouTube.com slash Warren Eckstein. So for example, the bee sting, it's a lot of information there. So if I get to talk to it, that's great. But if I don't, for some reason, it'll be posted at youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein right after the show. The phone number here, 877-725-8255. Uh, let me get back in the swing of things. I've been off for two weeks, which is unbelievable. I've been doing this show for over 40 years, and in 40 years, I probably missed maybe nine or ten Saturdays, but the fact that Christmas and New Year's both fell on Saturdays this year, I was off for two weeks in a row. I didn't know what to do with myself. My dog said, get out of here, will you? Leave us alone. 877-725-8255. Let me get right to a phone call. Let me go to Mariah. Hey, Mariah, welcome to the Pet Show. Hello. Thank you for Hi. taking me, Warren. How can I help you today, Mariah? So I have a, that the shelter estimated was a three-year-old Morky. He was underweight, so they couldn't fix him. So we're trying to get some weight on him. He had worms, too. Um, I've had him three weeks as a rescue dog. He seems obsessed with food and obsessed with me. He, he, my husband's a fireman, so, and, but we also live with my mother. But, so my husband's been working, like, a lot of days. He's only sure. been home about five days total since we've had the dog. But the dog seems to, um, like, if he's near me, he growls at my husband. My husband can go separately from me and pick him up, and he'll, you know, but also he, does, he'll, he doesn't really like my mom getting too near him either. And he also seems super obsessed about food. And I've heard two different things if I should take food up or leave it down. So I wanted your opinion on both those things. Well, there's a couple of things. First of all, let's, let's take into consideration. Do we know any background on the dog, where he came from? Uh, they estimated, they, they just knew he was a stray. So they found okay, him so as a stray and was in the shelter for 30 days and then at a foster home for, just to get a little bit more weight on him. Okay, so then no. he, he, he goes from living in a hellish situation. First of all, for those people who don't know what a Morky is, it's, it's, it's a Maltese and a Yorkie. Um, 
those those people don't understand when a dog is out on the street, especially a small dog like that, they're constantly being intimidated. Every noise, every sound, they're, they're jumping. They're, you know, they're, they're like birds. They're always looking around what's coming behind them. Then the dog goes to a shelter where there's a tremendous amount of noise, other dogs barking like crazy. Then he finds someone like you, Mariah, and your family, bless you guys, who adopts this dog, brings him home, and the first person that he spent a fair amount of time with in a positive way is you. Normally it would be your husband, but he's away, and God bless the work he does. I have, being a volunteer fireman for many, many years, I have such admiration for what he does. So it, it's, it's probably the reason why. And, and what you need to do is you need to back off a little bit. Here's what I'm going to recommend. When your husband is home, he's the feeder. You get out of the picture a little bit. What I would also do is I would make a recording, as insane as this sounds, make a recording of your husband talking. You can do it right on your, right on your phone. He's talking to the dog saying, what's the dog's name? We named him Duke. So I have... <laughs> so, <laughs> I love little dogs named Duke. So have your husband talk the dog just for a minute or two and just drop the name Duke in. Take some unwashed articles of your, of your husband's clothing, leave those around his food dish, around his bed a little bit, and when you're home, let your husband, when, you're, when your husband's home, let him do the feeding. What the dog needs, he was probably maybe been abused by someone at the shelter that's a man, probably chased on the streets by men. Uh, the fact that, that, that he's showing more love to you than your mother only because probably you're the first one he associated that with. So this is not a big problem. I uh, About two years ago, I adopted Molly and Willie. They came from a high-kill shelter in Southern California. And, and again, it was a very, very similar situation. They bonded so much with me, and we had to make sure they bonded with Denise and, and, and others as well. So it's really important that you back off a little bit, leave your husband's article of clothing around, let them hear his voice, and let him take the dog for walks, let him take Duke for walks, and little by little, he will just your husband, but you need to back off a little bit. He's so bonded with you right now that he has this fear of other people because other people in the past treated him poorly. Does that make sense to you, Mariah? Perfect sense. That that seems like the when he's home, that's the best way. And I like the article of clothing. Now, what if, what about the food? Because even my if my mom cleans around where we put his food, he'll growl at her. What I want you to do is I want you to feed the dog three or four smaller meals throughout the day, not more food, just smaller meals. Also, what I'd like you to do, instead of feeding the dog out of one dish, at least temporarily, take his amount of food, put it in three different dishes, separate them a half a foot or a foot apart, so he realizes that if someone goes near this food, you know what, there's food over there and there's food over there. He probably had to survive on the streets by eating what he had to eat at that point, and anything that challenged that amount of food that he needed for survival, he would go after. So that's what's happening. So. Smaller amounts, more frequently throughout the day, several dishes, he'll get the idea, I promise. But not leaving the food down all the time. No, I would not leave the food down. I would feed him at specific times. So, again, he associates people with getting that food rather than just leaving it down where oh, he'd be okay. where he become more possessive over it. I see. Okay, thank you. That makes so much sense. Mariah, don't go anywhere. Tell your husband, bless him for what he does. I'm a big fan of those that serve people. I'm going to put you on hold, and I am going to send you a copy of how to get your dog to do what you want, uh, to, to teach you about the feeding aspect, the socialization, the exposure, and bless you for adopting this dog. 877-725-8255. A quick break, then right back to your phone calls. You know, for a while now, you hear me talk about Lucy Pet Food and the fact that it's the food I've been feeding my own pets for the last two and a half years. I'm so 
impressed with that prebiotic balanced fiber. What a difference it's been made. And every day that goes by, I hear from listeners all across the U.S. and Canada saying, Warren, what a difference we've noticed since we started feeding our dogs and our cats Lucy Pet Formas like pet food. But I don't want you to take my word alone. I actually want you to hear from a listener and what they had to say once they started feeding their pet Lucy Pet Food. Someone gave me a bag of that Lucy dog food, and my and my dog loved it. I mean, right away, you know. And I noticed that uh, the ingredients, everything. And then I, I saw all the nutritional value about the healing, the gut, everything, you know. And I said, man, I got to get this dog food. And that was a smart decision you made because that's the best dog food, the only dog food I recommend and endorse, Lucy Pet Formas Life Pet Food. By the way, Lucy Pet Food is available at Amazon.com. It's also available at Chewy.com as well as LucyPetFood.com. They got a brand new item, Lucy Pet Food Dog Food Rolls. What an amazing product it is. Check it out at LucyPetFood.com, Amazon.com, and Chewy.com. Lucy Pet Food, the only food I recommend and endorse because it's the only food I feed my own pets. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein, host of The Pet Show. 35 years ago, I put my reputation on the line, developing my hugs and kisses of vitamin mineral supplements for dogs and cats. Your favorite product now offers improved joint health, plus lecithin to reduce shedding and promote healthy skin and coat. Here's what my listeners say about the new 4-in-1 hugs and kisses. I'm Ellie with Bassett Beagle Rescue of the Heartland. Our rescues arrive with dry, flaky skin and digestive problems. On the radio, I heard about the 4-in-1 hugs and kisses and tried them on our worst cases. Within weeks, we noticed how much better their skin and coats looked. The prebiotics and probiotics in hugs and kisses supplements boosted our rescue's immune systems and digestion. Our senior beagles also responded to the joint health in hugs and kisses. Our rescues leave so much healthier than when they arrived thanks to hugs and kisses. The new 4-in-1 hugs and kisses is an Amazon's choice. Also, Walmart.com and Wish.com are log on to thepetshow.com. That's thepetshow.com or call 1-800-430-4847 thepetshow.com We are back on The Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein. Great time to give me a call. The phone number 877-725-8255 877-725-8255 If you're new to the show, again, a reminder, everyone that calls in and gets to talk to me live on the air will get a great gift for their dog or cat. Many were 25, 35, 45, and more. Today's no different. I'll be giving away my own Hugs and Kisses, a vitamin mineral supplement breach for dogs and one for cats. Lucy Pets Cats Incredible Litter, Lucy Pet Food, Author Shoot Gold, those amazing t-shirts that say None of my friends walk upright. Copies of my best-selling book, Hemp Seed Oil also. So it's a great time to give me a call if you get through. A great gift will be on its way to you, 877-725-8255. I saw this the other day, and it really kind of made me upset. A woman recognized her stolen dog in an online pet ad on Craigslist. Her dog was stolen months ago. She was online on Craigslist, and she happened to notice the dog of hers that was stolen was available there. I don't know the end of the story. Hopefully, she'll get back to me and let me know. Let's get back to the phone lines here. We're going to Carol. Hey, Carol. Welcome to the Pet Show. Hi, Warren. This is Carol. How are you today? And I'm good. I'm real good. Um, I have an eight-year-old golden retriever, a male, who is a huge, lovely teddy bear until somebody's walking down my street with a dog, and then he turns into a maniac and barks and jumps against the windows, and then when they're gone, he's done. Well, so let me ask you a question. Your dog is at home with you. 
Another dog is walking by the house. Your lovely golden retriever is barking and jumping at the window. And how long does that last? Is it from the time he sees the dog till the time the dog passes by? Well, it's usually as soon as he can smell it. And then, oh. yeah, until the dog is gone. And what do you do when the dog is barking and jumping at that front window? I pretty much do the same thing he does, only tell him to be quiet. So in other words, you're, you're not barking and jumping on the window. You're telling the dog, shut up, <laughs> knock it off, be quiet, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so let's, let's, let's look at it from the dog's point of view. I want you to try, this is a little deeper, but I want you to try to, to, to understand my an analysis of it. When a dog is barking and a human being that lives with them starts yelling at them when they're barking or jumping at the window, the dog doesn't think that you're telling him to stop. The dog doesn't think you're telling him to be quiet. The dog thinks that you're joining in as a group and barking and getting the other dog to pass by at the same time. Does that make sense to you? Okay. It does. So, it does. So what and you if need to saw me, they would say that too. So well, yeah, well, there you go. So what you need to do is first of all, why are so people intent on stopping their dog from barking? If the dog were barking for 20 minutes, a half hour in the middle of the night or five o'clock in the morning, that's one thing. But the fact that the dog is walking, someone else is walking past the house with the dog and your dog is being protective of you and the home by barking at them only from the time he smells them to the time they go by. You know what I say, Carol? Leave it alone. Say thank. Here's another thing you may want to try. When the dog is barking, Rather than try to correct the dog, you might want to go up to the dog and say, thank you for letting us know there's a bad guy out there, but I have it from here, in a calm voice. That's the way to stop a dog from barking, not by yelling, because by yelling, what you're doing is just encouraging him to bark more and more and more and more. I hope that helps you out a bit there, Carol. Yeah, I'm worried he's going to break the window one of these times. And the other thing is I have a really beautiful, quiet street, so I have walkers all the time. So well, no, it doesn't make any, it doesn't make any, listen, doesn't make any difference. What we want to do is stop that behavior. So in other words, if you don't stop the behavior, yes, then he'll go through a window. If you work on the behavior the way I just suggested, in a matter of a couple of weeks, it should be over and done. You can have a clean window without a nose print at the same time and a dog that's nice and safe. What I'm going to do, Carol, is I'm going to put you on hold and I'm going to send you a copy of how to get your dog to do what you want. I want you to read the chapter on barking at the window. But remember, by overcorrecting the dog, sometimes you're making a bigger mistake than by just ignoring it. 877-725-8255, the phone number, 877-725-8255. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Great time to give me a call. Just a reminder, if you get through to me, a great gift will be on its way for your buddy, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255, that is the way to get through. So why are people blaming, being blamed, pet guardians being blamed? Here's another one. A new study suggests that people who live with dogs drive more, mostly to exercise and play with their dogs. For purposes of reducing traffic and carbon emissions and improving life for dogs and their people, perhaps urban planners should make their cities a little bit more dog friendly. So so I guess we're the problem because we drive our dogs to the park, we take our dogs to the beach, and we're uh, uh, eliminating so much more carbon. I say nonsense to that. 877-725-8255. Terry, Lakeland, Florida. Welcome to the Pet Show. Hey. What's up? I have four dogs, but then I just got another one, a Dotson. 
So yeah, and, uh, what are the other dogs? You have four. Yeah, you have five dogs. One dachshund. What are the other dogs? Dachshund. <laughs> so you have five dachshunds. Yeah. That's like one whole dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's the mom and the dad and the two puppies. And the puppies were um, male and female. And then the new one I got is a male, but he's about a year old. But the other ones are like almost. 10 to 14 years old. All right, so let me well, let me stop you for a second. Let me make sure I understand. So did you breed your dogs? Yes, I bred them, um, and then I kept two of the puppies. Are they spayed and neutered now? Yes. <laughs> okay, so they're spayed and neutered now. Okay, that's the, the point. The, the, female, the females are, but the males aren't. Why wouldn't you spay the females? So I wouldn't have any more puppies. No, but why did, did you neuter the males? No, I, I didn't do that. Why? Why? I don't know. Did I need to? Or Absolutely. It's the healthiest thing you can do for them. When you have that many dogs living together at one location, um, neutering oh. not only is the right thing to do because there's an overpopulation, but it's the right thing oh. to do because dogs that aren't neutered or, or have more tendency for, for, for prostate cancer, testicular cancer, other types of cancer. So it's important to neuter them, if not alone from the fact that there's so many dogs that need homes. So that being said, this new dog, so I, I'm going to recommend you have your other dogs neutered. Well, you ask your vet, depending on their age. The new dog that came into the house is a year old. Is he neutered? No, he, he was fixing to get neutered, but the girl had to give him up, so she gave him to me. Okay. Well, first of all, you must, you're like, you're like a, a guardian angel taking these dogs in. But I think the big yes. mistake that you're making, uh, Terry, is not having them neutered and spayed. If you have that many dogs living okay. together, the female dogs, the male dogs, there's going to be challenges among the male dogs, even challenges mm -hmm. among the female dogs. So I think getting them neutered at this stage is definitely the right thing to do. And the other thing I would recommend that you do is to give them ample time. Do you ever walk them or are they always in the same location? They're, I let them out in the yard. Okay, well, what you might want to do is let them out in the yard. Just make sure there's a lot of things for them to do in the backyard. I think the spay and neutering is going to help you an awful lot. The newest okay. one is not getting along with the other dogs because you have a bunch of, it's like a bunch of teenage guys standing around with each other, you know? They're not always yeah. going to get along. They're being macho. So have them neutered. That's the right thing to do. Once you have them neutered, you might want to do some good behavior training with them. You know, not that I care whether they sit, but it gives you some positive authority. If possible, I would also recommend if you can take a couple of them for a walk at a time that would be great based on the fact that when they're home the only smells of dogs they have is each other if you take them for a walk on neutral territory they pick up the scent of other dogs which helps eliminate the challenge between each other okay i worked for a vet um so he could go ahead and neuter them i just thought that the problem would be solved by just doing the females but no, 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 no. Listen, the, 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 male, the males are, you know, males, males are always thinking about it. And, you know, you can, it's not a matter of giving the male dogs a, a copy of Play Dog magazine in a cold shower. Male dogs are male dogs. They're lusting in their mind, and your dogs have the ability to lust with their bodies. So getting them neutered at this time is the right thing to do psychologically and physiologically. In the meantime, Terry, don't go anywhere. I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to send you a jar of my own Hugs and Kisses 4-in-1 supplements, because I think that with all the the dogs there they need as much supplementation as they can possibly get in terms of their diet in terms of overall the way they feel I didn't you know it's the second call I had today I had a call on my Los Angeles show from a woman whose dogs weren't getting along but her husband refused refused to have the the the, the male dog spayed 
And I, I try to get through this. You know, I've been doing this for over 40 years professionally, 50 years, 10 of those non-professionally. And, and it, it occurred to me that in all those years with the over 40,000 dogs I've worked with, I've never seen a male dog look under his tail and say, oh man, I'm in trouble, there's no testicles left. It's a psychological problem with men, not a problem with your dog. 877-725-8255, the phone number. We'll get to all your calls, I promise. we got Bill in Tennessee, James in Maryland, Peter in Prescott, Arizona, and uh, Gina also in Selbyville, I guess, Delaware. But I want to share this with you. New Year is an important time for everybody. It's a time to look back on the past year and determine what we might want to change to do better. Here's a couple of things you might think about. A healthier diet for your dogs and your cats, more frequent daily walks for your dogs, more road trips, more socialization, and more training. It's really important to understand that with the new year starting, a lot of behavioral issues that people have with their dogs or, or behavioral issues people have with their cats is because they don't take the time to figure out why the problem is there. They, they, they call me up and say, how can I resolve this, Warren? How can, how can I make sure this problem doesn't exist, Warren? But the most important thing people need to understand is the best way to resolve any issue, whether it be a human being, a dog or a cat, doesn't make any difference, is to try to figure out why the problem is there at the beginning with. As a pet psychologist, that's what I do. When I'm in practice for myself, I'll sit down with the entire family and I'll find out as much about the dog or the cat as I possibly can. And looking at that background, I can set up a program to have resol help resolve any issues they may be having. Hey, the phone number here, 877-725-8255. Gina, Bill, James, Peter, don't go anywhere. We'll get back to all your calls in just a second. 877-725-8255. But now, I want you to listen carefully. This is me. This is me talking to you. Are you tired of your dog or cat shedding? Is that constant scratching and licking making you crazy. The only product you need for your dog or your cat is my four-in-one Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treat. It's so rich in antioxidants that Hugs and Kisses can rebuild the total health of your dog or cat. I developed Hugs and Kisses for my own pets, now enriched with glucosamine and chondroitin to help treat and prevent issues with hips, joints, and bones. I added prebiotics and probiotics to the new 4-in-1 to improve your dog or cat's gut health. So important for their overall behavior. Hugs and Kisses really work to prevent shedding, dry skin, and bare spots with just the right balance of antioxidant vitamins and minerals. That's why Hugs and Kisses Supplement is now an Amazon's choice. That's right. My Hugs and Kisses Supplement is now an Amazon's choice. You can order Hugs and Kisses Supplements at Amazon.com, Walmart.com, wish.com or you can go directly to my website thepetshow.com or if you prefer you can call my office directly leave your number we'll call you right back the phone number 1-800-430 and the word hugs that's 1-800-430-4847 so the brand new hugs and kisses 4-in-1 supplements the only product with my name and face on the label available at amazon.com walmart.com wish.com thepetshow.com or you can call 1-800-430 and the word hugs, H-U-G-S. Then sit back and watch your dog or cat improve from the inside out. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. 
back on the pet show. Uh, I'm Warren Eckstein. Plenty of time for your calls. You got a question about your dog or cat, want to share a story, want to tell me about New Year's resolutions, great time to call me. The phone number 877-725-8255. Just a reminder, everyone that calls in and gets to talk to me will get a great gift for their dog or cat. 877-725-8255. The phone number. Let's go to my friend Gina in, I guess it's Selbyville, Delaware. Hey, Gina, welcome to the pet show. Hi. How are you today? I'm good, and you? Could not be better. How how can I help you? Okay. I have the most precious uh, uh, chihuahua. She's two and a half years old. But I have a problem with her wanting to, well, it looks like she's going to eat the, the FedEx <laughs> or the um, UPS. It doesn't, she can... To see the truck, and she goes crazy. It's like she's yeah, but eat but the Gina, whole... here's here's the story. Okay, this is okay. very common. But follow me here, and that goes to everyone listening, because a lot of people don't get it. When the mailman, when the UPS guy, when the FedEx driver pulls up to your house, and your dog barks and barks and barks, eventually, the driver or the mailman walks away. So from the dog's perspective, they did exactly what they were supposed to do. They protected their territory, and by barking, this guy ran away or walked away so they continue to do it. It's reinforced every single time. So the fact that you have, and I have two chihuahua mixes, the fact that you have a two-and-a-half-year-old chihuahua, and he barks when the mailman comes or when the UPS driver comes or the FedEx driver, if he's not barking for more than five minutes, leave it alone. He's doing what he's supposed to do. If you want to stop uh -oh. him when he's barking, you can go over and say, thank you, I got it from here, you did your job, I'll take over. But to try to correct the dog for that is crazy because instinctively, the dog barked, the person ran away, the dog assumes he did the right thing and won. So correcting him is really going to make the dog a little a little psychotic. Does that answer your question? Well Yes, a hundred percent. Thank you. <laughs> it's, a lot of people I, don't. Go ahead. Go, go ahead, ahead, Gina. No, go ahead, Gina. I don't remember what I was just going to say. <laughs> uh, you were you and me both. Did. Anyway, yeah. Don't don't. First of all, I love Chihuahuas. Uh, I have two Chihuahua. They're the uh, smartest dogs ever. Yeah, they, they, they have a little bit of a, a Napoleon complex sometimes, though. They think they're big yeah. dogs, you know? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you give that dog a hug and a kiss. I'm going to put you on hold. And what I'm going to do, Gina, I want to keep that dog as healthy and happy as I possibly can. So I am going to send you a jar of my own hugs and kisses, vitamin, mineral, supplement treats for your little chihuahua. And I hope uh, I hope he's doing okay by chasing those people away. You know, it's interesting. I'm going to get to you, Bill, James, and Peter, right after the break. Great time to call, by the way, when I go to a commercial. The phone number, 877. 7-725-8255. A lot of people don't understand that. When the dog barks and the person leaves and you correct the dog for barking, from the dog's point of view, you're correcting him from getting an A in school. It's the same thing. That's what he's doing. That's the instinct. If someone comes to your territory, the dog barks, and if he knows and you let him in and the dog gets to know him, that's one thing. But if the dog barks and the person gets back in his truck or picks up his mailbag and walks away, 
the dog assumes he did exactly the right thing. Hey, the phone number here at the Pet Show, great time to give me a call. I still got hugs and kisses to give away, Cat's Incredible Litter, Lucy Pet Food, Author Suit Gold, those amazing t-shirts that say none of my friends walk upright, uh, copies of my best-selling books, either dog or cat, hemp seed oil, everyone that calls in and gets through to me live will get a great gift for their dog or cat. The phone number 877-725-8255-877-725-8255. You know, if you live with a cat, I'm not telling you something you don't already know. Cats call the shots. They call the shots on when to go to sleep. They call the shots on when to socialize, even when to eat. They know exactly what they want. Let me tell you what your cat really wants is kitty lickies. Kitty Lickies by Lucy Pet are scrumptious, lickable, moose cat treats, and food toppers. That's right. Your cats will enjoy Kitty Lickies either directly from the pouch or squeeze over dry food for an extra treat. Great for those finicky felines. Kitty Lickies lickable moose cat treats come in three feline favorite recipes. Of course, there's chicken and duck, sardine and tuna, or salmon and chicken. And every two-ounce packet contains four, four individual pouches for your cat to enjoy. Kitty Lickies from Lucy Pet are made with no artificial colors, no artificial flavors, or no artificial uh, preservatives. Your cat won't stop licking this delicious moose treat. So, if you want to treat your cat while making smart choices about their health, Kitty Lickies Lickable Moose Cat Treat is a great choice. Plus, as I said, for finicky felines, Kitty Lickies Doubles is a great food topper. And like all Lucy Pet products, Kitty Lickies is 100% satisfaction guaranteed. I want you to log on to LucyPetProducts.com. That's LucyPetProducts.com. And get Lucy's Kitty Lickies for your cat. They'll be a whole lot happier, a whole lot healthier, and a lot more schmoozy as well. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. We're going to break for the top of the hour in a minute. So, Bill, James, Peter, and Cheryl, you'll be my first four callers after we break for the top of the hour. I've got great gifts waiting for you as well. If you want to give me a call, I do have one line open, 877-725-8255. You know, New Year is a great time to make a checklist. Do the pets have current identification, identification tags? And is the contact information correct? Did the family move last year? Have you switched phone numbers? Most people only realize this information is outdated once they go missing or their dog or cat goes missing. Also, microchips. If a pet is not already microchipped, make it a priority to get one. You know, tags can fall off or be removed, but the chip will always be there. But here's the important part. A lot of people will adopt a dog and bless you guys for adopting a dog or rescuing a dog and they might have a microchip from the shelter. But let's say you live in Los Angeles and you're moving to Nashville or you live in Nashville and you're moving to New York. Lots of times the information on that microchip is outdated. So my recommendation is this. The next time you're at your vet or make an appointment with your vet, let him scan the microchip on your dog or cat. Make sure the information on that microchip is exactly the way you want to be. Might have been put on a year, two years ago. Make sure the information is actually current. That can make a big difference if, heaven forbid, your dog or cat ever gets lost. So the new year is a great time to check the ID tags. It's a great time to check the microchip. That's your job. And also remember, if you're going to put a microchip in and you can put two numbers, put your number and the number of a relative or close friend that doesn't live too close to you in case it's a disaster. Let's say, God forbid, there's an earthquake here. I have a friend's number that may live in, in Iowa somewhere so they can contact them. We can take a quick break for the top of the hour. Plenty of time for your calls. Lots of great stuff to give away. 877-725-8255, the phone number. 
Give your dog and your cats a big hug and a kiss. We'll be right back. I'm Warren Eckstein, and you're listening to The Pet Show. Warren Eckstein, the man for your pets. We try to stumble, but we haven't yet. Your dog is barking, your cat missed the box. Your ferret's chewed up all your favorite socks. You should know how to get inside your pet's head. If you love animals, care about wildlife and the environment, you have come to the right place. If you love animals as much as I do and you want to find out why your dog is humping, digging, chewing, barking, not coming when you call him, and your cat scratched your favorite chair, looks at the litter box and says, there's no way I'm using it. You get the idea. If you have a question about your pet's behavior, this is it, folks. America's first and only real pet psychology, training, behavior, and of course, pet lifestyle show. Just a reminder that everyone that does call into the show and get to talk to me live on the air, actually, we're starting our 41st year on the air. I've done 40. This is 41. Everyone who calls in and gets to talk to me live on the air will get a fabulous gift for their dog or cat. Again, that number, 877-725-8255. If the phones are busy, keep trying. We'll get to you. The question of the day is, did you make any New Year's resolutions for your pets? Did you make any New Year's resolutions for your pets. Give me a call, let me know, and I will send you a great gift. But right now, let me get back to the phone lines here. Let's go to my friend Bill in beautiful Jackson, Tennessee. Hey, Bill, welcome to the Pet Show. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? I could not be better, Bill. How's everything in beautiful Tennessee today? Oh, we're thawing out a little bit. We got hit earlier earlier in the week with more than we could handle. Uh-oh. Yeah, I, I, I was watching the news, and I said, wait, that's a lot of snow. That's a lot of snow for Tennessee. <laughs> it was, and it was unexpected to be that much. Ah, there you go. So what can I do to help you out today, Bill? Well, I was, I have three kittens that I saved from outside with their mama back in August. They're about five months old, and I was a little slow introducing them to the rest of the clan. And there is one in the older group. That sight, as soon as she sees it, she'll charge an attack. So I have been putting the problem cat, Shorty, in a carrier and letting the others intermingle. There's hissing and spitting, but no blood or nothing yet. You know, let them reach their own level. But I'm not sure how to go about getting the last one to not attack them. Uh, let me ask you a couple of questions. Why all these kittens? Are the cats spayed and neutered? The males are. The females aren't, which that's just a matter of doing it. I have okay. And, you know, I and, one three weeks. And when the, cats, when the cats are going, the cats that are going after each other, the one cat that's the aggressor, is, is, is that a male or a female? Female. Three and years she's, old. And she, she, she's not spayed? Correct. Okay, so here's what happens. You know, if you think back to when you were younger, a bunch of guys standing around the pickup truck seeing an attractive girl, uh, they're all going to behave a little stupid. 
And it's no different with female cats that are unspayed. When there's male cats in the household, even though the male cats perhaps are neutered, which in your case they are, there's going to be competitiveness amongst the, amongst the unspayed female cats. You know, all these, all these female cats are looking for their, for, their, for their male. So the first thing, obviously, as soon as you can get them done, the spaying is important. Right now, what I'd like you to try is to do something called scent swapping. If you can take the scent of the cat that's the aggressor and take the scent of the cat that it's going after and switch those scents around, all you need to do is like take a, a t-shirt or, or stuffed animal, rub it on the one cat that's the aggressive cat, let that scent live with the other cats and take the other one with the scent on the cat that's being attacked and let the cat that's the aggressive live with that scent. Once they get used to the scents of each other, it's going to make the introduction a whole lot easier. But I think the resolution to your problem, Bill, is really having the, uh, uh, the female spade. But you can try at this point some scent swapping. I think that'll make a difference for you. But again, I want you to understand when you have a group of females that are, uh, are un, unspayed and, and, and even though the males are neutered, uh, it's not going to prevent the females from having that rivalry with each other. So I think that's where we need to be right now. As soon as you, and bless you for taking them in, by the way, but if you can have them spayed, that would be beneficial. And as I said, leaving the scent of the cats away from each other is really important. And, and little by little, they will get along with each other. You're talking to someone who had as many as 25 cats at one time, Bill, uh, and they don't all fall in love overnight. But the fact that the cat's been attacking the cat on a regular basis, uh, that says that we have to take some steps right now. So I think spaying is number one. And number two, I think the best thing that you can do at this point is that scent swapping. Let's see if that doesn't make a difference for you. Very well, sir. I'll give that a shot. Uh, Jackson, listen, Bill, don't go anywhere. I want to do this. I, you know, I have one of my best-selling books is a book on cat behavior. And I, I think someone who rescues and does the work that you do and loves cats as much as you do should have a copy of that book in their home. So I'm going to put you on hold, and Keith will get your name and address and a copy of how to get your cat to do what you want will be on its way to you. And I appreciate that phone call. I'm a little confused today. You know, this is my first day back on the year for the, the, back on the air for the new year. And in my Los Angeles show, in, 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 in the, the Radio America show right now, wherever you're listening, it seems that for some reason I'm not getting the, the proper response when I'm asking, are they spayed and neutered? And, and spaying and neutering is such an important part of loving our animals. And, and I talk about this all the time. It's not just a matter of if you go to any shelter, any rescue, and they're inundated with animals. There's so many animals because people did not have their dogs or cats spayed and neutered. However, it's not the only reason. If you really love your dog, if you really love your cat, spaying and neuter is the right thing to do. Testicular cancer, prostate cancer for male, uh, for, for male uh, dogs and cats. Uh, for women, uh, breast cancer, uterine cancer. So spaying and neutering is absolutely the right thing to do aside from the overpopulation problem. So don't let someone talk you out of it. It is definitely the right thing to do. Let's go over to uh, Peter and beautiful Prescott, Arizona. Hey, Peter, welcome to the Pet Show. How you doing? I could not be better. How is everything? Prescott's always beautiful, especially that courthouse area. It's always so pretty. What happened? Did we lose him? Did we lose him? We lost him. I see he disappeared on me. Something I said. I didn't even start my thing yet. Uh, anyway, his question was about Rottweilers that were not getting along. So give me a call back, uh, and I'll take your call right off the bat. Uh, there he is. There's Peter calling back. Let's get to Peter. Peter, Peter, Peter. Hi, Peter. Are you with me again? I am. I'm sorry about that. I just cut off. <laughs> that, that, that's, I thought it was something I said. So tell me about your Rottweilers. So I have a Rottweiler. She's pretty young. She's only about two years old. She's a sweetheart. We've got her trained pretty well. She responds real well. But she's skittish. 
she, you know, doesn't like new sounds, new things. If if we move the truck from the front to the back, she'll like, oh, my gosh, what's this? And bark at it, you know, or, you know, any new sound in the house. She's just really jumpy. And how much you know, time does she spend? How much time does she spend away from the house? Um, you know, when we travel, she's well socialized. We take her to the little doggy place. Um but not we don't take her out in the public walking her around. I mean, I walk up and down my street, which is pretty rural, and there's not many people. You know what I well, mean? Well, see, here, here, um, here's, so, where, here's, here's where I was headed, Peter. Sometimes when you have a dog living in an area, uh, a relatively rural area or, or suburban area, where their, their life is pretty, you know, it's a great life. They have a backyard. They have, uh, they have uh, 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 nice walks around the neighborhood. But they become really accustomed or assimilated to what's normal in their neighborhood. And then when something is oh. a little bit out of the norm, they react to it. I'm very familiar with the breed. I actually trained Rottweilers in the town of Rottweil in Germany when I was stationed over there. An cool. incredible breed of dog. Just an amazing breed. I did Schutzen work with them an amazing breed of dog however that's probably what's happening here so i think a little bit more exposure if you can narrow in on what specifically triggers the reaction what would you say are some of the things that trigger the reaction um like in the house when, when we if we just move something that makes a sound that's tinny saying oh what's that you know or or outside something new again she'll bark at it if, if it wasn't there before move the trailer move something else um, okay, you said she's well. It. You said she's well trained. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when she she'll reacts, she'll stay. She'll leave it. She'll walk good. You know, oh, good. she's well socialized. But see, the reason I bring that up, Peter, and this is something a lot of people won't focus on, is that if the dog is well behaved and you train her properly using positive reinforcement, which I assume you're very positive in her training, I can tell her from your voice, uh -huh. when the dog is freaking out about something, and, and I, I remember working in Germany, we had to do this as well, when a dog is freaking out about something and you try to calm uh -huh. the dog down, sometimes it makes it a little worse. However, your dog oh, really? enjoyed and loves the training. So what I would do is when the dog seems a little freaked out by something, put her leash and harness on her and give her a little bit of basic training right there. She already has confidence she's doing something right. And the whole idea of training is to build the dog's confidence anyway. And now she's hearing good, good, good. And she's responding to something that she's comfortable with. So rather than to try to correct her or over comfort her, comforting is okay, but overdoing it can make it worse. I would say when she reacts like that, mm. give her some of her positive training. She already knows that's a, what that's about. She's already comfortable with that. can make a big difference for you. So like give her a treat and put her leash no, on no, her? Not or, if you, or what? No, no, not a treat. Don't give her a treat, but put her leash and harness on okay. her and just make her sit and stay, make her heal a little bit. Have some fun oh, with I it. See. Run around the Something backyard. comfortable with. Exactly. In other words, if she's not comfortable with something she sees or hears, then take her to something she is comfortable with, like having that leash and that harness on and going for a walk or working on some basic training. Okay. Makes sense. At, at, every, once, every once in a while I do, Peter. Hey, listen, Peter, don't go in. I'm going to send you a copy of How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want, my best-selling book. The reason I'm sending you that book is I really think it'll help you out in terms of uh, one of the most important chapters in that book, besides the training and stuff, is the, uh, the, the, the building of self-confidence, the building of self-esteem. Uh, that's really, really important, especially with a wonderful breed like that. So the book on its way to you. I appreciate that phone call. The phone number here, 877-725-8255. Quick break, then right back to all your phone calls you know just imagine this imagine being able to leave this lifetime better than when you came in 
For years now, I've been telling you, over 40 years, I've been telling you about Delta Rescue and how they would never be able to do the absolutely amazing work they do every day without you, my listeners, and your amazing support. My close friend, Leo Grill, I've known Leo for over 40 years, is someone I consider an extreme superhero when it comes to rescue. And by the way, he's the founder of Delta. He says, if you can, please put some of your life's work into helping their over 1,500, especially at the holidays, 1,500 rescue dogs, cats, and horses into the future. That's why Denise, my wife, and myself have decided to personally make a bequest. All the organizations I work with and support personally make a bequest for Delta's rescued animals in my own estate planning. And here's why. A bequest to Delta Rescue will make your legacy work for the animals right now. Avoid fundraising costs, and that's important. Like any good parent, Leo needs to make sure that every single one of the animals he rescued from all across the country, the deserts, the streets, the forests, all across the country, never, ever have to worry again. And take it from me, they don't. Delta Rescue, by the way, and this is important, happens to be a top-ranked charity by CharityWatch.com, and they prove every single day that your donations are doing what they should do, helping the animals. But even if you're not ready to make long-range plans, every donation, big, small, medium, every donation is a chance to keep more than 1,500 abandoned cats, dogs, and horses not only happy, not only safe, but also loved. Yes, loved for the first time in their lives. I urge you to visit DeltaRescue.org. DeltaRescue.org. Read the individual stories of how these pets that were thrown away were rescued by Delta. Then call them. Write this number down. Don't think someone else is going to help them. You need to do it. The phone number, 661-269-4010. That's 661-269-4010. And ask for details on how to include Delta's rescued animals in your estate planning like I did. So log on to DeltaRescue.org. That's DeltaRescue.org. Or call them today at 661-269-4010, 661-269-4010. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Here's exciting news. You know my Hugs and Kisses vitamins have a 30-year record of keeping dogs and cats healthy and happy. But guess what? My new rescue dogs, Molly and Willie, inspired me to formulate a new improved Hugs and Kisses supplement. How do you upgrade such a successful product? Hugs and Kisses has added prebiotics and probiotics for improved gut health. Hugs and Kisses is now enriched with glucosamine and chondroitin to help treat and prevent issues with hips, joints, and bones. I boosted Hugs and Kisses vitamin content with vitamin C, zinc, folic acid, and biotin. Plus, Hugs and Kisses has added omega-3, 6, and 9, along with lecithin for improved skin health and much less shedding. I made sure they're free of wheat, corn, and soy. Hugs and Kisses are rich in essential antioxidants, optimizing your pet's health at any life stage. Keep your pets healthy and happy with tasty Hugs and Kisses treats every day. Available on Amazon, Walmart, Wish, or my website, thepetshow.com, or call 1-800-430-4847. That's 1-800-430-HUGS. Or log on to thepetshow.com. Great time to give me a call. The phone number 877-725-8255. Cheryl in Oregon, Stephen, New York. Stephen Winooski, Vermont, we'll get to your call. But right now, it's James in Maryland. Hey, James, welcome to the show. Hey. What's up, James? Not much. We have a question about our American Bulldog. Because we have a couple uh, wicker rocking chairs on the back porch that swivel around and stuff like that. Yeah. She will literally get up into the chair and start barking, like rap, like not rapidly, but she'll bark, 
rock and then bark. Like every time she stops rocking, continuously do that for if you let her for hours on end. Sounds to me to like you to need rock. to hire. Sounds to me like you need to hire a professional rocker, James. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. You know, so in other words, first of all, I'm a big fan of American Bulldogs. I absolutely love them. They're sweet. They're adorable and, and they're great. So your dog likes sitting in a in a chair. What if you didn't rock her? How long would she bark if you didn't rock her? Well, if you sit there and rock her, it's no problem. But we let her I understand. But let's, well, let's say let's say you got to go somewhere in the house and she's on the porch in the rocking chair listening to uh, uh, country music. Um <laughs> How how long will she bark before before she stops? Yeah, she'll do it for a good hour. Like literally, we we've she'll uh, bark for an hour straight if you don't rock her. Yeah, like she just the worst she can rock herself. Like so, so so bark. It's not a big bark. It's like a quick bark just to get her that jolt towards the rocking chair will move. That, that's a tough one, man. That's a t- I've never had a dog that, that reacted this way in a rocking chair. 40 years, 40,000 animals. Thanks for this call, James. Um, it's an interesting it's an interesting idea. It, it, there's a couple of things you can recommend. If you, somehow you can make an electronic rocking chair, I'm sure someone has one. <laughs> I'm trying to think of all the different ways. Uh, the only thing I can think of, I don't want to correct her. She's not doing anything wrong. She's excited about it. Um... Have you tried maybe putting her own little rocking chair out there? It can't be too little. She's an American bulldog. You got me, James. I would tell your neighbors, listen, if my dog sitting in a rocking chair is bothering you, luckily that's your biggest problem. <laughs> right. I don't have a resolution because, you know, could I stop the dog from doing it? Yeah. Can I correct the dog? Yeah. But why? The dog, you know, they live 12, 13 years, an American bulldog, 10 years maybe. Let them enjoy their life. If she enjoys a rocking chair, maybe you should give her a rocking chair in the house. This way, she'll be in the house and won't be as apt to bark outside. So that may be a resolution. Try putting one of the rocking chairs inside when you uh, when you want to put her in the chair. Well, I mean, that, that could work if we could get the chair to the door. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway, listen, James, don't, I love the call. What's your dog's name? Deanna. Deanna, the American Bulldog, great breed of dog. Listen, I want you to call me back after you get one of those. Make a wider door, or hire, I'm telling you, hire a, a dog rocker. Anyway, James, sorry I couldn't give you more. Don't go anywhere. Let's put James on hold, and we're going to send, what are we going to send James? You know what, let's send James a jar of my Hugs and Kisses supplement for being such a good sport. It's an interesting call. What would you do? You can't correct, or you can't correct. Most trainers would tell the dog, no, get off here. No. Why? The dog's enjoying the rocking chair. I enjoy him too. 877-725-8255. 877-725-8255. The phone number. I'm Warren time. This is The Pet Show. Hi, I'm Joey Herrick, founder of Lucy Pet. For over 30 years, I've created great products for dogs and cats. And in return, they gave me and my family a terrific life. To give back, I started the Lucy Pet Foundation, which provides free spay and neuter to help stop the 80,000 dogs and cats a week from being euthanized. Today, we've done over 16,000 free spay and neuters. To help fund this, I recently started Lucy Pet Products, shampoo, cat litter, and now the new pet food formulas for life. Ask for Lucy Pet Products. Thanks. Lucy Pet Products on Amazon.com and Chewy.com. 
phone number here, 877-725-8255. Just a reminder again, just today for the first time, it'll be every week from now on, if you missed any of the uh, uh, the topics I normally talk about, the, the hardest thing to teach your pet I'm not going to get to today, you can go to my uh, my YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein. Uh, you can subscribe. It's free. And it's up there right after the show. You can go up there and get lots of great information and a lot more depth than I can do it on the radio. Right now, we're going to go to Cheryl in Oregon. we got Steve in New York. and we got Steve in Vermont. I'm going to get to all of your calls, but let's go to Cheryl in Oregon first. Hey, Cheryl, welcome to the show. Yes. How are you today, Cheryl? I'm good. Thank you. How can I help you? Well, we have a cat. He's about nine years old. And just the last few months, he's all of a sudden getting up on the kitchen counter and getting into buttered butter dishes. Knocked one down the other day and broke it. And he's begging. He's like a dog would beg. He's never he's never been he's never done this before? Not gotten up on the on the counters like that. Maybe you become, get up on the Did you cook a lot of special stuff over the holidays? <laughs> no, it's actually started before the holidays. Okay. No, because three months. Yeah, there's a couple of things we can do. First of all, it's very dangerous for cats to jump on countertops. A couple of reasons. Number one, some of the foods up there is not safe for them. Number two, people tend to leave knives and other things up there. And number three, it's right near the stove where the, the boiling, the hot can really burn a cat. So cats really love to be in high places. So what I would be doing in your situation is giving the cat a choice of other high places to go. Maybe a new scratching post, maybe a bunch of new cardboard boxes. But in terms of the countertop, the best way to keep the cat off the countertop is twofold. Number one, if you can get a piece of cardboard and cut it to about your countertop size and put double stick, wide strips of double stick tape on that cardboard, when you put it on the countertop and the cat goes to jump up, it's like kitty flypaper. It doesn't hurt them, but it kind of is a little annoying. Once or twice, he'll get the idea. But again, it sounds to me like if this is starting all of a sudden with a nine-year-old cat um, and the behavior's changing, are you feeding him the same the same litter box everything else is the same no boyfriend no new girlfriend uh, Cheryl everything's the same well we had to change his diet about a year ago um, he's on a prescription diet now because he had some urinary problems um, and I kind of think it's it's because he's after the butter <laughs> he just and and whenever we get any food out Oh, he's right there begging. Yeah, and in other words, is his weight okay? Is his poop okay? I know this isn't, but I want to make sure he's good and healthy at this point. Because sometimes when you have a dog, a dog, or a cat that's got all of a sudden develops bizarre cravings for something, it could be more than that. But his food's the same, his weight, I mean, you change his food back then, but his weight's the same, uh, nothing else changed in the house? Yeah, his weight might be down a little bit. But have you checked, not- have you, have you, have you, have you checked with the vet at all? Not on this situation, no. Not yeah, I would rec- I would recommend a quick call because this is the type of change where all of a sudden, if a, a cat is developing a, a much stronger appetite, do you notice if he's urinating anymore? Uh, no, no, and that was what his problem was. He wasn't urinating. He had a a. a blockage in his urinary tract. Okay, well, that, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I understand blockage. The reason I ask that question is because sometimes uh, if, a, if a cat's urine, sometimes they can develop diabetes as they get older. And with diabetes, you have these bizarre cravings sometimes. So uh, there's, I, would, I would recommend a quick trip to the vet, 
follow my advice in terms of keeping him off the counter. But I think if you give him other places to go, I think he'll be uh, a little less apt to go up on the countertop. It's a, cha- it's a strange thing to start after nine years. But the fact that you change his diet, perhaps the diet food, and I get a lot of people saying, my cat hates this diet food. It's possibly that the butter on the counter is just tasting a whole lot better than the food in his dish. So that's something I would be conscientious about for the next week or two. Put all the food away on the counter. Try that double stick tape. If not, call me back. We'll go further. But I think one once you check with your vet, I think you're going to be absolutely fine, Cheryl. That might be. But, yeah, he's, I mean, we've had boxes around, and he hasn't been getting up on the boxes. So I don't think it's really the height thing. I think it's he's wanting to get – and we keep the counters pretty clear. I, I've been right, so then, then, so then – then he's having some. He's having a craving for the butter or whatever's on the counter, even if there's nothing on the counter to smell. So I think it really goes back to the diet. I think it really does go back to the diet because once again, yeah. you know, a lot of those prescription diets and they're important. Uh, they don't taste well. Ask your vet. There are some things you can add to those diets to en- enhance the flavor that doesn't uh, deter from the fact that you don't want to give him anything that's going to give him any type of of blockage or whatever. But I would run to the All vet right. and ask him that question. But I think you're going to be. I don't think it sounds like a big problem. Try to double stick tape at the same time but i'd hold off on the double stick tape till you get an okay from your vet in terms of any type of medical issues okay that sounds like a good and idea give him a big hug and a kiss cheryl don't go in there put cheryl on hold we are going to send cheryl you know what let's send cheryl some lucy uh, lucy uh cat's incredible cat litter Great call, by the way. I really do appreciate that. But, you know, sometimes you really have to be analytical when you're trying to figure out why a behavior like that changes. Let me see if I can squeeze another call there. Stephen Rosen, I'll get to you in a second. But let me go to Stephen in Vermont first. Hey, Steve, welcome to the show. Hi, Warren. How are you today? I could not be better. How can I help you, Steve? Well, the reason that I'm calling you, uh, first of all, I'm the uncle of a wonderful Mr. Riley, who's a uh, two-time cancer survivor. And... He's a great dog, wonderful dog. We don't have any issues with him. The reason that I called you today is I want to talk about your foundation. Sure. Your animal fund. The Hugs and Kisses Animal Fund, sure. I know that um, on the 17th, there's a movement to donate to different animal rescues and stuff around the country in the name of Betty White. Betty White was a very close friend of mine. I hosted many telethons with Betty White and had many conversations with Betty White and worked together over the years. A super lady. So here's what, here's, I, I got your question. So let me just answer it this way because I've had other people. My foundation is called the Hugs and Kisses Animal Fund. I started after my first wife passed away in 1990, who worked alongside of me tirelessly saving rescued animals, dogs and cats all over the country. The difference between my organization is this. We donate money to only the small mom and pop rescues across the United States and Canada. These are the people that have a white elephant cell once a week to spay a dog. These are the small organizations that Betty loved and I loved that really never have the opportunity. They don't have public relations people. They don't have special fundraising people. So my foundation, the Hugs and Kisses Animal Fund, which by the way, has now donated money to organizations in all 50 states. We raise the money, we're kind of like the United Way. I have the ability to raise the money in the Hugs and Kisses Animal Fund, which by the way, is a 501c3 
not-for-profit group. I have the ability to raise the money. Then what we do is we donate that money to uh, non-profit organizations all across the country. As a matter of fact, I posted something on my Facebook page last week. We literally had almost 200 different organizations asking for help. They can't get the same amount of money as the big organizations. They don't have the specialists, but we were able to send these smaller organizations a donation to help them out in what they needed. So that's what my foundation is all about. And it's basically the Hugs and Kisses Animal Fund org and uh, we would love to get some people's donations by the way no one receives any type of salary no expenses the expenses are paid for by myself not by the foundation i pay for every expense that goes through that so every penny that comes into the hugs and kisses animal fund is immediately immediately donated to the organizations that are out there doing the work on a regular basis that's exactly the type of organization i i want to make a donation to wonderful I would love to have your donation, Steve. You know it's going right to the animals. And again, if, if anyone wants to donate, it's hugsandkissesanimalfund.org. And I encourage them all to donate. Well, Steve, Steve I think... Especially I, for the 17th. There you go. The 17th, the perfect day to do it. Steve, I got to move on. I love you for thanking me. Let me do this. I want to put Steve on hold. Let's send Steve a T-shirt that says, none of my friends walk upright. Thank you, Steve. My organization, we're always broke. My goal is to be the poorest rescue in the country because as soon as money comes in, I want to send it out. 877-725-8255. A quick break, then right back to you. You know, if you're tired of your dog or cat shedding, if his constant scratching and licking and itching is making you absolutely crazy the only product you need for your dog or cat is my own the one i developed my four in one hugs and kisses vitamin mineral supplement treat it's so rich in antioxidants that hugs and kisses can actually rebuild the total health of your pet i developed hugs and kisses for my own guys molly and willie now enriched with glucosamine and chondroitin to help treat and prevent issues with hips joints and bones I added prebiotics. I added probiotics to the new 4-in-1 to improve your dog or cat's gut health. Hugs and Kisses really work to prevent shedding, dry skin, bare spots with just the right balance of antioxidant vitamins and minerals. That's why my own Hugs and Kisses 4-in-1 supplement is now an Amazon's choice. That's right, it's now an Amazon's choice. You can order Hugs and Kisses vitamin mineral supplement treats at Amazon.com walmart.com wish.com or if you prefer you can go directly to my website thepetshow.com or if you want to speak to someone directly call my office 1-800-430 and the word hugs h-u-g-s that's 1-800-430-HUGS 1-800-430-4847 or log on to thepetshow.com amazon.com walmart.com or wish.com order today then watch your dog or your cat improve from the inside out I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Steve in Rosendale, New York. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Hey, Warren, great. How about you? I'm doing super. I don't have a whole lot of time, so what's your question for me? Okay, real quick. My wife and I have two rescue dogs. We have an 11-year-old Shih Tzu Poodle named Oscar, and we have a 4-year-old Bichon Chihuahua named Felix. They've been together three and a half years. They love each other. Oscar is the sweetest. Felix is a real barker. Uh, he barks at dogs bigger than him, but the real issue is every time we get in the car with him and they sit in individual car seats in the back seat, very safe, Felix barks nonstop. We just went on a half-hour drive, including taking them for a little walk in the snow, and Felix nonstop, fearful, shrieking, barking. We've tried CBD oil. Uh, doctor recommended our vet, Trazodone. We tried that. He was dopey for a couple of days. We didn't like that. Uh, just bought some of the Nature Vet hemp oil 
tried that today, gave him a couple of doses. So far, no reaction to it. But got any uh, helpful this is That's going to be helpful, but this is a behavioral issue. It's not necessarily a drug issue. In other words, the dog is sitting in the car, you're driving around. I said this earlier. I don't think you were listening earlier, the first hour, but you're driving around, you're passing all these things, and yet they're going by him. The dog has no comprehension of what a car is all about. So he's going to bark at all these things going by him, and he can't figure out why are they not stopping. My recommendation is very simple. This is a very common question, easily resolved. What you need to do is take the dog in the car, go sit somewhere, maybe a, a near a dog park, just sit there in the car, find one item that your dog absolutely adores. The only time he gets that item is when he's in the car with you, the only time he sees that. This is not something to be corrected, this is confidence that the dog needs. So what I'm recommending is go to an area, just sit there, even sit in your driveway every day for five or ten minutes just with the dogs in their car seats then take them right inside so he doesn't associate the car moving all the time he associates the car sometimes sitting stuff if you're consistent with that steve this is as i said very common but just sitting in the car without going very often builds up that confidence factor even practicing going in and out of the driveway would be beneficial for you as well Sounds great. Thanks. Perfect. Steve, don't go anywhere. By the way, I, you know, I, I eloped one time. I got married in Kingston, New York, one of my favorite cities. Anyway, Steve, don't go anywhere. I'm going to put you on hold. I'm sending you, Steve, a copy of my book, How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want, and I appreciate that phone call. Quick break, then right back at you. You know... It's so important to understand what you feed your dog and how important that is for their overall health. For years now, I've been telling you about Lucy Pet Food and their incredible prebiotic formula. I get letters, emails, texts from people every day from police departments, rescues, military, uh, even the FBI saying, Warren, we heard you talking about Lucy Pet Food and what a difference we've noticed since starting to feed it to our own pets. By the way, Lucy Pet Food is the only food I recommend and endorse, and it's the only food I feed to my own rescues, Molly and Willie. But I don't want you to take my word alone. I actually want you to hear from a listener and what they had to say once they switched to Lucy Pet Formulas for Life Pet Food. I have a comment about Lucy, but I have a kitty um, who is a total indoor spoiled little kitty, and I didn't buy Lucy because it was only in the salmon, and he's just a chicken guy, but I thought I'll get it because he keeps biting his tail, and his tail was disappearing, so my husband said just order it. And we've had it for two weeks, and he devours it, and he's looking better. And so I'm a believer in the Lucy stuff, too. And if you want to be a believer, all you need to do is start feeding your dog or cat Lucy Pet Formas Life Pet Food. You'll see the difference. I'm telling you, I saw the difference in my own pets. You'll see the difference in yours. Check out Lucy Pet Food. They're available at Amazon.com. They're available at Chewy.com or check out LucyPetFood.com. Amazon.com, Chewy.com, LucyPetFood.com. Check out Lucy Pet Food. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Back on the Pet Show, I'm Warren X. I'm not going to have time to take another call, but I want to share some important information. This is the, the first show for me of the new year. And you know, every week I have a lot of topics I like to talk to you guys about, but your questions and comments are always my priority. So very often, I don't get to my topics. Like today, I wanted to talk about the hardest things pet guardians have to do to teach their pets. Uh, the, the reaction to bee stings, mental enrichment. I didn't get to any of those today. However, you can still see them because now, after every single show you can listen to show topics and it's actually better because I can go into a lot more depth it's not like I have to do it in a minute or two I can spend as much time as I want and we're just starting today actually the first day on my YouTube channel so 
sign on to YouTube and my address is youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein E-C-K-S-T-E-I-N and after every radio show on Saturday you can take a deep dive into the topics of the day much deeper than I can share with you on the radio so check it out again and every week I'll do specific videos on the topics I didn't get to on the show so join me subscribe it doesn't cost anything I want you to check out uh, youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein let me take this opportunity to once again wish you all a very very happy new year and I'm looking forward to another year of us helping as many animals as we possibly can until next week you know what to do give all of your pets a big hug and a kiss for you and one between the ears for me I'm Warren Eckstein and this is The Pet Show